Welcome to the Babe Lounge. I'm your host, B. I'm a high school senior photographer helping build confidence in teens while capturing memorable moments. I cannot get enough seeing my seniors come in and leave their senior photo experience with 10,000 times more confidence than they came in with. If you're a high schooler, finally a senior, just graduated, or even a freshman in college, this podcast is for you. Each week, I and sometimes special guests. We'll be bringing you the tips and resources on all things we wish we knew in high school, as a senior, and even transitioning into college. I am so excited for you to be here, so let's jump right on into it. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have one of my model team girls here. She's class of 2022. Uh, I love her. Like she's literally, I say she's like my spirit animal, like her personality. Like we are like the same person, but also very different. So welcome Josie. Hi. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you here today. So today we're talking about kind of like friendships and like relationships in high school. Uh, So tell me a little bit more about you, about like how, like... (laughs) How outgoing are you? I'm not a totally, like, outgoing person. I kind of keep to myself, and I'm not one to, like, approach people and be like, hey, that's just, like, not who I am. I'm more of a, like, wait-for-people-to-come-to-me person, but sometimes I'll go out and about. I understand that. I'm I'm the same way. Like, yeah. When it comes to, like, friends, like, this is a weird way to put it, but, like, for people who are a lot more introverted, right, like, how, how how do you have the friends you have today? Um... Most of my friends came from volleyball or just clubs or other activities I did. I play school volleyball and club volleyball, so I was able to meet a lot of people from both of those things, and that led me to meet people from other schools, and then they would let me hang out with their friends. So that's how I ended up with, like, the all the people I know now. Gotcha. So... I have a disadvantage because I don't play sports and I like in high school like I hardly knew anyone else besides the people in my class so when it comes to like school in general did you like talk to people in your classes or like how did you did you ever make friends with people in those classes yeah I did especially when it came to like group projects and stuff like you Mm. can't you can't just like do it to do it you kind of have to make friends with those people and also if you're in a class and you hate it, like you're going to bond over hating it. Or if you True. love it, either, the same thing. True. Yeah. That like mutual love or hatred over something can really bond people together. Do you have like any like super like close BFFs? Yeah, I do. I have two. I would say that my friend group is really just three. I have three best friends. And then I have mutual acquaintances that I would hang out with and I like and I like spending time with but they're not like my circle yeah no that totally makes sense and I yeah I I always had like the close kind of two people and we weren't even like within the same friend circle it was more just like individually like there was that one person and there was that other one person but how do you see like those relationships like that close friendship and that like friend group 
being different and like not as close as like the other uh, as you said acquaintances that you have like how does how does that really differentiate and you know like these are the like my mains and then these are also my friends but just you know not not as close um my best friends and I we just have a lot in common and you know you just click with some people more than others and I think that since we all played volleyball together so we bonded over that and then we were in some of the same classes and some not, which was fine because even after that we would connect in the hallways or like after school, we didn't have to be together all the time, but we were still close all the time, you know? Mm, Yeah. For people who have trouble, you know, being more like outgoing, even within like a group project setting where you're forced to like talk and I mean like mingle with other people it's it can be scary for some people and it can cause a lot of anxiety like social anxiety do you have like from a person knowing like how that feels to be on that receiving end for like the more outgoing people to you know um include everyone yeah so I I totally understand the social anxiety thing I'm the kind of person that's like if somebody else will take the lead, I'll let them. But also, I love to be in charge of things, mm. you know. But I, so I can see from both points of view. But from the standpoint that you're nervous and like you don't want to make the first move and you're you don't feel comfortable, I would just say you kind of just have to do it. And then once you do it, it's like, oh, okay, this is fine. Like that's how it was for me. But it helps if you like start a conversation. If you say like okay, what would you like to do? Or like, how do you feel about this? Very open-ended. Yeah. You can't make every decision for yourself. So you have, you want them to like you. No. Like a two-way street. Yeah. I think a lot of times too, with the social anxiety, right? Like if, if you are put into a like group for like a class project and maybe there's someone in the group Like, my personal social anxiety was if any guys were in a group and I was nervous around them, I would, like, I wouldn't talk. And not, like, not that, like, I wasn't participating, but, like, I just didn't want to put my ideas forward and, like, can... And contribute in the way of like, what if I'm wrong and I embarrass myself in front of them? So, have have you experienced something like that? Oh, girl. Oh, girl. (laughs) I sometimes just do this thing where I'm like, oh, I'm a hermit. Like, because what if... What my brain does jumps to the worst possible scenario all the time. What if I say something so wrong and they just laugh at me? Or like, what if I am so off, off, and they're just like, "What is this girl on?" (laughs) But I think you have to understand that it's okay to be wrong sometimes, and it's okay if people disagree with you, Mm -hmm. because that's like how the world works. Like nobody's gonna agree with you all the time. As Hannah Montana once said, "It nobody's perfect." True, very true. Yeah, I think it's totally normal, and like I feel like. It's hard, especially nowadays with like the like the virtual online and like sitting distance away from other people. Like if you weren't already friends, you're not going to scream six plus feet across the room to have a conversation because then it's not a private conversation. You can't like lean over someone's desk and have like those like little like whispery comments (laughs) back and forth. So any tips that you found as an introvert being more outgoing like you're taking the lead um I think that once I realized that everybody felt awkward and even the people that like they just you would never guess it they feel awkward too because my best friend she is just like she'll talk to anyone she's very like out there she'll say anything she doesn't care if she's wrong ever 
But she told me sometimes, she's like, I literally said that and I felt like I was going to pee my pants because what if, what if I'm wrong? So everybody feels that way. And I feel like knowing that really helps. Yeah. Uh, I, I also, I think you can relate to this, but anytime you had to present, especially when it was like a solo project. Oh, girl. I had a, oh, this one time I had to, um, it was a Spanish project and I had to give the whole project in front of the whole class in Spanish. And that sounds terrifying. Like I took, I took Spanish in high school and yeah, no, no. So I like kept putting it off. I was like, I cannot go. I will not go right now. Our teacher was like the kind to be like, who wants to go? And then once nobody wanted to go anymore, it was like drawing names. So she drew my name and I literally stood up from my chair everything went black. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm going to pass away. I, I can't. I can't do it. But then my teacher like literally took me outside in the hallway and she was like, it's okay to mess up. That is the entire point of everything. Like you're going to mess up at some point and it's going to be fine. So right. I feel like just knowing that like you're expected to mess up and that's okay because that's, that's how you learn. Right. I, there was a quote, um, probably someone famous, but I can't remember, but it wasn't me that said it, that it's you never lose. You either win or you learn. Wow. Isn't that so smart? I know. And when you think of something from that perspective of like the worst thing that can happen is I learn a lesson from it and I know how to handle the situation or whatever better later. Yeah, it's not something you think about in the moment. You're not like, I'm learning from this situation. That's not what it feels like, but really that's how it is. Right. I feel like a lot of times too is when it comes to like friendships and learning things is high school relationships. Mm, yes. <laughs> like we've all been, I feel like, that in a relationship with a guy or, you know, a significant other and our friends are telling us one thing. And then we don't listen and then, you know, knock on wood, but like if the breakup did happen or, you know, has ever happened, you're like, oh, all the things you were saying were right. And now I'm going to listen to you. Yeah, that's okay. I feel very strongly about this. Okay. So from my experience, I had this boyfriend. It was my very first boyfriend ever. And I was like feeling all the feels. I was like, oh, I'm so cool. I have a boyfriend. I've always wanted one of those. And my two best friends, they met him one time. They met him one time. And they were like, Joe's, Joe's, oh, girl, he's bad news. And I was like, what do you mean? He's perfect. I really like him, whatever. And then, like, just things kept happening. And I was like, oh, no, it's fine because I'm in a relationship. Yeah, you like being in a relationship more than you like the person sometimes. Yeah, but that's, I didn't realize that because, you know, first relationship, I was just like, woo, yay. But then, like, my friends kept being like, Josie, you like I would say things and they would be like, are you serious? Like that's happening to you and you're just staying. And they like this lasted six months. OK. And for I mean, all that these... was my longest relationship. So, yeah. Yeah. Six months. Yeah. I was putting up with some serious stuff and I shouldn't have been. But finally, I talked to my friends for like a long time and I was sobbing. And While they you were... were still dating this guy. Yeah. OK. And they were like. Joe's, I think you know what you have to do. And I like didn't want to hear it because I was like happy relationship, but it was not good for me. And mm -hmm. I didn't want to hear that. But they were telling me, and I think that's a really important thing for high school relationships and friendships really is that you even if you don't want to hear it, 
you have to listen. And from the other standpoint, as a friend, you have to be brutally honest, even if you know that could cause a problem between you and your friend. That's the hardest thing is being that friend. And like, it's not out of jealousy of like, oh, I, you know, you never hang out with me anymore. Like you hang out with him or, you know, whoever all the time. And, and I feel like that's how you think that person who's in that relationship is going to take it. So you're also scared to tell them because yeah, you're worried that they're not going to want to be your friends anymore. They're going to think you're jealous of, and you want to spend more time with me or whatever the reason. Yeah. But I think that's super important is just honesty. If your friends are who you think they are and they really want the best for you, like they, you have to tell them like what you feel. And maybe they don't listen to you and maybe you are wrong sometimes. And that's fine. And maybe they get mad at you sometimes. Also fine. Because if you're really friends, you can work through that. Exactly. And I think friendships too, like when you're in that relationship, it's kind of like you're hypnotized by like all the good things that like a relationship in general could like bring because you're like oh I have someone to go to like dances with and I've got someone that I can hang out with after school all the time and we just kind of forget that like sometimes friendships last longer and outlive romantic relationships especially because you're in high school like you have so much going on so much is changing you're trying to figure out what to do with the rest of your life which is terrifying horrible Ooh, but you you really have to put your friends first, in my opinion, because they're going to be around the longest, realistically. Right. In most cases. I, I've definitely experienced both ends of it where I've seen a friend in a, like, it wasn't, like, dangerous situation, but I was just, like, you don't click or you're not, like, you're not good for each other. And, again, nothing, like, negative on either end, but, like, they just didn't have anything in common in the sense of, like, it, it just wasn't a relationship. And then also me being in a relationship and I think majority was no one was telling me or like I, they didn't see anything wrong because I was the one like defending the boyfriend for like, oh, don't worry about this red flag because like this makes sense. And then they're like, okay, fine. But if they knew, you know, that stuff, yeah. then they, they, you'd think that they'd tell me. Yeah. My parents even, like, they met him and they were like, Josie, what are you doing? And I was like, you're you're not happy for me. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I was, I totally, like, got all defensive. I was like, no, because X, Y, Z, so it's fine. It's fine. I just didn't want to hear it Mm is really what was happening. And I think that was the whole problem. And the same thing happened, the exact same thing happened to my best friend where it was her in the relationship. And I was like, girl. I don't think this is it. <laughs> Did she listen when you told it after you had gone through it? Yeah. Okay. But it took it took twice. Okay. For me, it took about 50 bajillion times. Right, right. But for her, she was like, okay, well, let me like see. Let me see what happens if I Right. Like, now that you're aware, uh-huh. then you, you know, you don't want to like uh, act on like an impulsive decision. But then again, you also are more cautious. Yeah. It was, it was hard for me to tell her too, mm-hmm. because I was just like... I don't know everything because I'm not with you two alone all the time. Right. I don't know how you feel. But from what I'm seeing, I, I want the best for you. And that's not what's happening here. Right. With all relationships, when we're in a relationship, right, like the guy or whoever we're dating can't do anything wrong. 
to an extent. Like we always try to defend them and play it off like nothing's wrong or nothing's happening. How have you seen like that kind of affect you? Like why why do we can want to convince ourselves that everything's okay when um, it's not? I think it's just because for both of us, for me and my best friend who went through the exact same thing, it was the first relationship like that it was just the first relationship like excitement like mm. you you go through high school and like some of your friends are gonna have like 42 boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever and some of your friends are not gonna have any and some are gonna be so happy in relationships and some are gonna like not they're not gonna be happy and so you you kind of see the perfect ones and like social media is just like feeding you happy relationships even mm-hmm. if they're not but that's what that's all you see you only see the happy part right so you just want like as a human I feel like that's just something that you want right but you have to like really stand up for yourself even like if you don't know that bad things are happening like Mm -hmm. if you can't see through the yeah yeah I feel like too like especially like having like the social anxiety is like they were almost like bridge or like crutch at like social events or like at at lunch if you had the same lunch or If all else failed, right, like you have this person to like go back to and not that that kind of like codependency is healthy by any means, but like I feel like that's what we tend to do, especially in high school. Yeah, I agree. You just, I mean, really you have to put friendships first and that's, that might just be my opinion, but through all my high school experiences and through all like, you know, like times get hard. Like, high right. school is a stressful time, and I I know I've, like, hit rock bottom. Well, I thought that I thought that was rock bottom, and I was, like, you know, going through it because that's how high school is. It's rough, and my friends have all gone through it, too, but that's who pulls you out of it. Like, you have mm-hmm. to have those friends to pull like you out of it. Like, the girls understand, like, you can relate, and, like, wh- why else do we bring all of the group to the bathroom when we have to go? Right. They feel like a lot of girls, again, like they feel like they have to be stuck in, not stuck, but like they they want that relationship so bad that it doesn't really matter who or what the guy like does. I've definitely been in emotionally abusive relationships. There's no like physical proof. Like it's all just in your head or like people take, you know, a situation differently and that's like a matter of opinion. What are like those kinds of red flags that you've seen? Because I feel like until we've become aware of it, like how your friend noticed it quicker than you did because you she had seen the other side of it right like mm-hmm. and no one really talks about the red flags in high school relationships especially like what are your big like red flags that's kind of just like definitely not I would say if you are trying to hang out or if you're trying to do something and they're they won't give you excuse as to why they can't or like not an excuse but they won't explain why they don't want to or they mm-hmm. don't want to spend time with you. If they're prioritizing things over you, I feel like that's a big one. Especially if you're like going through something and you just need to talk and they're like putting things over you. I feel like if they don't tell their friends about you, mm. that's a big one. Um, if they super don't want you to meet their parents for... For no reason. For no reason. Yeah. I feel like we don't... We're, we're afraid of the confrontation, right? Because if they, ma- if like, you know, if you make them mad, then you're going to break up. And that's end goal, not actually going to happen, but like what we think is going to happen. So if we think they're lying, just letting everything slide 
is like a red flag on like both yeah. parties. Yeah. And then just, I mean, really it's based on the person, but you have to be able to see the red flags. It doesn't matter how big or small it is, but right. you have to like, you have to think it through. Right. Because that's not, I wasn't doing that. I was right. just like, oh, it's fine. Well, and I was always told like, oh, you're being irrational or you're like overthinking it. But I had a boyfriend once and he would lie to me about going to solely guy parties. I didn't care if he went out with friends. I don't care if anyone ever goes out with their friends. And if, you know, being guys there, like, why would I have to worry? You know? And then I'm like, okay, well, if you're lying to me about that and there genuinely wasn't girls there. Why would you lie? Right. It's weird. Right. Lying for no reason. So frustrating. I think with social media too, like seeing when people are on Instagram less, like their activity, like, you know, they're not texting you, but then they're on Instagram five minutes ago and they haven't texted you for two hours. You're like, we get in our heads. Yeah. That, yeah. That's rough. It's, yeah, it's definitely hard too because... Again, like what you said, like social media puts out so many good things about relationships and so many happy things. And like, who doesn't want that? You know, yeah. who doesn't want like the happily ever after, like the, all the Disney movies showed us and the Prince Charmings. But like, sometimes that's just not how it goes and how it works. And that's okay. But like, there are so many expectations set out for us nowadays. And and not even that they're real right like half i'm sure half like the youtuber relationships or breakup videos are like true yeah and but we believe it right because that's all we can see exactly exactly and and because we see it that's what's true right but like that's that's how the world is at this point like you see the good and that's it and so you're in your head you're like okay this is how everything should be But realistically, like, that's just not how it's going to be. Well, and I mean, we definitely see plenty of bad on social media, but then it it doesn't put us as it doesn't give us like a leg up. It almost makes us more scared and like crawl back Mm -hmm. into that hole or make Mm -hmm. something else up. Like they're really going to break up with me if I ask them like what they ate for lunch. Yeah. Like something totally so small. Yes. Yeah. I think that when we see so much stuff it just like totally influences the way that Mm -hmm. your brain works but you have to that's why they're called influencers like yeah they're meant to like be the way you see things or change the way you see things when you realize that little things aren't gonna set them off or little things maybe they do and that can be your red flag I and think that's just, why when you should break up because it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay to disagree with people. I think in any sort of like friendship, romantic relationship, right? Like you don't have to agree on every single thing. You don't have to have the same favorite color. You don't have to order the same thing at whatever restaurant that you guys go out to together. Like it's okay to be different and it's okay to be your own person. But especially, I think we see this especially in relationships, right? Like if you're like, oh my gosh, uh, they're like, oh, what do you want for dinner, right? And like, that's like the dreaded question. Everyone's Ugh. like, oh, you know, whatever. I'll eat whatever. And like, no, pick something. Yeah. And you're like, I want to go to... Sushi. Okay. And then they're like, ew, gross, no. And then you're like immediately like, never mind. Like you pick, right? Yeah. And 
we lose a lot of our personalities when we let that happen. Yeah, you really do have to stick up for yourself. That's a big lesson I learned in my high school career is I let people walk all over me at first. I let like boys influence what I wanted. And I just Mm -hmm. like realized that's stupid. Like you're supposed to be your own person. You're supposed to do what you want to do. And like nobody should be able to change how you feel just because they don't feel the same. And I that was a big lesson for me. Like it took me a while to pick up on like that I was important just because I like the things that I like. Right. And like that's what makes you special. That that's what makes you you and when you let people like I'm such a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Like and I would much rather be like if I have a like my own thought that's not even my own thought, right? But like if I had my own thought and people didn't agree with it, like then my thought shouldn't matter. And I would rather it be like, yes, like my, you know, my opinion matters. And like we should stop. And I, I know it's hard because again, you're around all these people all the time. And like we, we think that we need to please people all the time. And like, again, it's okay to have your own opinion. It's okay to have a different opinion. And it's okay to like be your own person. But a lot of times in high school, I feel like, especially with like the cliques and the groups and, you know, the people that know people, like if you stand out in a way that you feel is like a negative, then like you don't. And you like almost work double time to not be you. Right. And I I think being you is what really helps you make friends too, which is, you know, the whole point of this is I wanted to talk about how having your group of friends and your people who understand you and they'll be honest with you and they'll stick with you through the hard times and like they want you to be the best version of yourself so if you like closet little pieces and like don't tell people how you feel and you just pretend like you're like this barbie who doesn't have any thoughts and you're just (laughs) a plastic mold i feel like that's not gonna get you anywhere like you're never gonna have true relationships right something I love about Josie is she says instead of I died I passed away and I love that I like I think it's so funny because it's such like I feel like I've always said right it's like kind of like a classy way to say it but like you know if you felt like that was a negative at any point and you really listened to what other people had to say I don't think you I think I don't think you'd be saying that no I yeah you just you have to be yourself and I know people say that all the time. It's easier said than done to be yourself because high school is just weird and everybody's weird and people are mean and sometimes people say things to you and you're just like, whoa. We take it too personally sometimes too. Like it's one thing for one person to say like, I hate your shirt because it's cropped versus I don't personally wear crop tops. Yeah. Because it's, it's, you know, like we need to stop. Like I feel like a lot, I see this on like TikTok and Instagram and all the quotes, right? Is like, people's judgments on us are just like a reflection of like their insecurities Mm -hmm. yeah I totally agree with that and it's okay to have your own insecurities but like you also have to acknowledge that like bringing other people down or like I wouldn't say insulting but just like nitpicking at other people too doesn't actually make you feel better even if you think it does yeah it's not gonna get you anywhere to be mean to someone and that's I feel like Not to say that I'm nice to everyone all the time because, you know, sometimes you snap. Sometimes you're going to say something, you're like, I shouldn't have said that. But that's how you end up with so many friends. Like, you just have to be nice to everyone and then... While still being yourself. Right. Having those boundaries. But, yeah. yeah. You can't be fake. No. 
that because won't get you anywhere. There's always the holes in it. Yeah. And like that's why people it, in the end get caught like you know lying or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Cuz if you were honest there's there's no holes to poke in the truth. Mhm. Uh last question before we wrap up the episode. Of all the things we've talked about today, what is the number one thing you want um any of the listeners to to walk away with? Be yourself. Find the people that make you the happiest and want the best for you and be honest. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you again for coming on and thank you guys for listening. <laughs>